Good afternoon, everybody. This is Dr. Tristica, founder of Nurgle Inc. And welcome to our mental health campaign for our podcast, Fix Your Crown Podcast. You know, over the few weeks, we have been interviewing some amazing women on this podcast. And I'm excited to have my Houston, Texas partner from I'm Me Foundation. This is Jillian J.J. Simmons. She is an international speaker for women and girls empowerment. She's an author, and she's a self-love coach. She's currently doing virtual events for girls, and I'm really excited to have her on this podcast. Today, our topic is, what does self-love look like? You know, a lot of us, we go out, we do things for ourselves, but as you know, we're going through this campaign for mental health. What does self-love look like? So, Miss JJ, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have you on. I know you do more in your community. Can you share more about yourself with our audience? Oh, yeah. A former radio TV personality decided to leave radio to live more in purpose. And uh, I run a nonprofit organization called JJ's I Me Foundation uh, that's been around since 2010. We've been doing empowerment programs for girls in middle schools and high schools in Houston and beyond. And uh, it's just been just a magical experience um, seeing these girls just change before our eyes. Uh, Our programs consist of everything from robotics to healthy cooking, goal setting, etiquette, um, health and fitness, beauty and style. I mean, just some of everything, financial literacy, we have it all. And uh, it's just, it's just been a great experience over the years, being able to do what I believe on purpose to do. And that's to empower women and girls. That's amazing what your organization does. Me and Miss JJ have partnered up this year and I enjoy what she is doing with girls and women, but especially what she's doing with her virtual events. Can you tell us a little bit more about the virtual events and how, if we have any girls listening, how they can get involved? Oh, absolutely. So this year, well, for the last eight years, we've been doing what's called the I'm Me Tour. And that's when we've been doing this eight-week program in the schools. And of course, with COVID, we had to pivot, which is like the word of the year, right? (laughs) For probably the last two years. And, uh, and so we decided to do virtual programs, virtual workshops um, this year. And so in January, we kicked off the year of the girl. And we believe that this is the year, especially, you know, just even celebrating having a, a woman of color in the, in the White House for the first time ever as vice president. Um, we wanted to just celebrate our girls and introduce them to leadership skills that they may not necessarily get at school and, uh, and helping them to see how they can contribute to being successful leaders in their own community. So um, first we had our vision board workshop, We did a workshop with, uh, I think you were a part of the workshop with the two black women designers. Yes, that was amazing. Uh, yes. Oh, thank you. It was so fun. And uh, one was from uh, Nike now at Adidas and, and the other was a designer for Puma. 
And uh, we've done workshops on financial literacy, um, the college experience. Uh, we're getting ready to kick off our virtual summer camp um, July 19th through, I think it's the 25th, and um, just focused around teen domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then the rest of the year are the six months of self. So we'll focus on self-love, self-confidence, self-respect, um, self-employment uh, for those young kidpreneurs that are out there and, uh, and self-awareness. Mm-hmm. I know with you being a self-love coach, um, how does that work in the community? How do you teach? What are some, some teaching tools you teach your, your young adults about self-love? Um, oh gosh, you know, first people do get a little confused when they think of self-love. Um, you know, self-love is really very simple. It's just the regard you have for your own well-being and happiness. And so how self-love shows up could be self-care. It could be self-acceptance. It could be, you know, your self-trust. It could be um, your self-confidence. Um, so I like to just kind of break down the different ways that we use self-love. It is Self-love is not just going to get your hair done <laughs> and, <laughs> and thinking, you know, oh, I'm cute for the day, you know, but mm-hmm. there's so much more that goes into it. And it's one of the most important things that we should have for ourselves because if we don't know how to love ourselves, it's very challenging for us to learn how to love others. Mm-hmm. Now, Ms. JJ, how does a person create a safe space with self-love? They could be going through depression or having a bad day. How do they create or find self-love for themselves? You know, I think one important thing um, that we can do just to introduce or reintroduce that self-love back into ourselves is um, that part of self-awareness that I just spoke about, which is Mm -hmm. saying out loud what has happened, Mm -hmm. right? Like saying I took a hit, like, (laughs) you know, whatever it is that happened in your life, like call it out, you know? I had a bad breakup. Mm-hmm. You know, I really took a hit on that one. Like I thought this person was the best thing since sliced bread <laughs> and they <laughs> ended up being the worst thing ever. So, you know, and then after you acknowledge it, whatever that is, um, then, you know, feel it, sit with it. Like, and not in a way that we want to stay in depression forever. Mm-hmm. But we do want to always feel what we feel. And that's something that is a way of us honoring ourselves is, is I got to feel it. And sometimes it, don't, it doesn't always feel good. But if you hold it in, you know, that's how we end up having these toxic relationships or creating toxic relationships. A lot of it comes from people just not being able to get out what they need to get out and then 
they just blow up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another way of doing that is, uh, you know, after you feel it and you sit with it, you know, write it out. Write out what what you um, what you feel. Write out what you desire, what you feel like you need for yourself at that moment. I'm really big on journaling. I, you know, it's a it has been proven with many of research studies that you being able to journal releases stress, um, and it. And it can be a source of bringing you uh, some peace mm-hmm. is just getting it all out. You know, this is what happened today. You know, you can't, you can't go cuss people out. All right. <laughs> but what you can do is you can write about how you feel and get that out on paper. <laughs> you know, the things you can't say to somebody, you know, get it out on paper. And it really helps to, release that stress and that frustration. And so after you've admitted it, after you've felt it and you've dealt with it and you write it on out, then it's almost like a, a repeat. Now it's like, well, where do you feel right now? Like, where are you right now? How are you being? And acknowledge then where you are right now. Like, man, I do feel better. Me saying this made me feel better. And it's like, once you can see like, this is something that really works for me, then you'll start to develop that as a habit. You'll want to continue to do it. And it's a great healing mechanism and a great way for us to get back into loving ourselves and creating that space that we need for ourselves. I know you deal with a lot of young ladies and women. You know, how do you do your self-love or your self-care for yourself? Oh, for me, ooh, well, (laughs) (laughs) I am in, uh, first, I'm an outdoors person, so I really fill up, fill up being in nature. Mm -hmm. So um, there are some particular spots here in Houston that I love to go to that just really rejuvenate me. So I go to the Japanese garden and I'll walk around there and I love like, I'll post sometimes on Instagram and people are like, where is that at? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> that's my, that's my space. I ain't telling that's everybody. That's my space. <laughs> that's my space. Um, but if you DM me, I'll tell you. <laughs> and, um, you know, so that's one thing. It's like, what is it that I love? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'll go and do that. Um, Another source of self-love for me is, and I'm very careful with how I say this, my, my mentor does not like the word boundaries, and <laughs> she has, is getting me to try to reframe my thoughts around using the word boundary, because when you think of a boundary, you may think of a wall, mm. and, and like, you know, think of a, a boundary, it looks like a wall or a fence or a gate, right? And it's like, I... So I, I don't know if it's like um, just making sure that people understand where I stand mm-hmm. is very important for me. And so self-love for me is like, I got to get rid of toxic people who are around me. I got to limit the time that I spend on social media. 
because I am aware that as great as Instagram is, I also find myself uh, comparing myself to other people. Um, like, man, I should be doing more. Like, what am I? I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> You're like, like Instagram will have you all in your head. And I'm like, so it's a self-love um, practice. Mm-hmm. I, you know, take breaks from social media. And I, I've really done that a lot in the last few months. If even if anyone looks at my page, um, I've only posted maybe three times, three or four times in the last three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's just like, I'm changing it. I'm like, I know what I need. Mm-hmm. And if I truly love myself, then I got to start blocking out some of this stuff that is questioning, making me question who I am. Ooh, and that's real good. Say that again. Yeah. Just being aware of what we are bringing in, mm-hmm. whether it's what we're watching on television or social media or the people that we are around who are causing you to question who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's why, you know, we started the campaign because we're seeing so many young girls um, not owning who they are. They're saying, I wish I could be like her, or I wish I was in this situation, or I wish I could do this. And it's like, everybody's um, road is different. Everyone's journey is different. And um, it's important to know self and the self-love. And especially a lot of girls who I know we mentor come from single parent homes. Now, what do you tell a young lady who comes from a single parent home? Like they don't get that love from their dad or they don't get that love from their mom. What type of advice would you give someone who doesn't come from a healthy environment? Yeah. Uh, I, first, I, I, I know that it's tough. Um, I know that it can be tough. I come from a, a divorced household. My parents divorced when I was nine. Um, my mother is believed to have a personality disorder. So you can imagine like growing up was just, uh, it was just madness all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I can empathize with people, um, young people who are in that, in that same similar situation. And, um, you know, the the bigger piece of that is about acceptance. Mm -hmm. Um, Accepting people for who they are. And I'm not saying that it's easy, but it's work. It's a practice, right? (laughs) And it's like, I, you know, whether it's your parent that isn't there, maybe you have a parent that's there, but not present. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, or, you know, maybe they have passed away. Maybe they've chosen to not be active in your life. Um, know that that has nothing to do with you at all. And, you know, sadly, people have issues um, that have nothing to do with you. And they have projected those issues onto you or um, haven't felt found a way for them to deal with their own issues. Mm -hmm. And so this is what I mean by sometimes we have to just take a step back and, and accept people for who they are. 
and it helps us to move forward. You know, um, limiting your expectations, not in a way that's like, I can't express what I need or what I expect. But if you've seen a person that you needed something from not show up for you more than three times, then we have to start asking ourselves, why do I keep accepting this? Or why do I keep expecting this from that person? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, acceptance. And then also just knowing that your circumstances don't limit you from anything. Um, I ain't trying to be funny, but when you look at some of the most successful people in the world, they all have this tragedy and trauma and mm-hmm. just craziness, right? In their, in their home. And it's like, um, you know, families le- left them and all kinds of things. And, and I just feel like it's important for us to hear other people's stories. Mm-hmm. Because when you do that, you're able to get these testimonies that you need to push yourself forward. And it's, it can be very motivating. I, like, I, I love Oprah, not just because Oprah's a billionaire, but when you read her story, like Oprah walking to school with no shoes and it's like Oprah at some point didn't have shoes because she was so poor. Her family was in poverty, you know, but Oprah became Oprah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Despite that, despite the fact that she was told that she wasn't a fit for television and now she not only, you know, had her own huge talk show, but Oprah ended up with her own show and her own network. <laughs> like, right. she's like, I'm going to buy the block, okay? And then now <laughs> tell me I can't do TV. So, right. I don't know. I guess it's just, um, we have to just change how we think when we um, grow up in these situations. And we have to tell ourselves, you know, like, this isn't me. I'm not my situation. I'm not my current circumstance. That's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that I can't, I can't do. And that's really big on especially building your self-love for yourself. Because, you know, during that time or during our times, whoever listening to the podcast, we are building our self-love every day it's a challenge you're just not gonna wake up and go oh it's beautiful no you could be having a great day and all of a sudden something goes wrong and you fall into that 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 loneliness that like oh my gosh I was just doing good so it's like you gotta build up a consistent you gotta stay consistent when you're building self self love oh yeah yeah, I know for myself, I'm doing that for me because, you know, we work in the community and JJ is a community leader as well. So we have to build that self-love, not only for ourselves, but people who we are actually partners with, you know, sometimes oh, yeah. we'll, t- we'll text each other and go, Hey, I'm just thinking about you or, you know, you can help other individuals build not only their self-love, but their self-worth and you know a friendship yeah 
Yes. Oh, yes. You know, um, you, you said something that stuck out to me. It's just like, we're going to have bad days, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and disappointments and frustration and trying to fix my attitude days, right? <laughs> and having a self-love practice, something that you can automatically go to when you go to that place is so important. It's like, you know, if your uh, remote control died, you know exactly where to go to get some batteries. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm already prepared. If it dies, I'm gonna go to the kitchen, to the junk drawer where the batteries are. <laughs> and it's like, in that same way, when our batteries are low and, and we are just feeling empty, you know, about how we feel about ourselves and um, whatever is going on with us, like we need to be able to reach for that plan. It's like, I know when I start with my negative self-talk some days, you know, and we're human, I'm more conscious of it than ever, which is good. Mm-hmm. So there'll be days I'll just say, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so stupid. And then I'm like, oh shoot, I just said I'm stupid. And it's like, okay, <laughs> no, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm not stupid. But it's like, mm-hmm. you can't even just say I'm not stupid because then you still have the negative in there. But it's like, right. Jillian, you are smart. You are really smart. Jillian, you are educated. Mm-hmm. Jillian, you are, you know, I have to affirm myself and I have to do it immediately before that. I'm so stupid sinks in. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you keep saying it, even if it's like subconsciously, like you don't even know that it's really sinking in mm-hmm. and you will start to think like, ah, I'm just not capable. I'm not, I'm, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. And so I'm really big on affirmations too, as a, a self-love practice mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and doing it daily. And doing it, having them available for for those days where I can go to my phone and say, okay, nope, I'm lying to myself today. <laughs> the enemy is a lie. So let me see here. What do I have? You know, and it's like, Jillian, you are worthy. You know, we all should be affirming ourselves. Yes. And anybody who's listening right now, those are very important. I know me meeting JJ, um, that was one of the the top things that I liked about her because she was planting those seeds in me. Like she'd be like, oh my God, that's a great photo. And I would think it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you have to keep your circle. You have to know who's around you, who's going to keep motivating you. And you said it, you know, keep, you know, pay attention to your circle, mm-hmm. pay attention to the people who are, you know, planning in you instead of drawing from you. Cause sometimes you can, you can be planting seeds and it's like, you're not getting it back. You'd be drunk. So unavailable and you don't want to be unavailable all the time. And I think building the self-love, not only with yourself, but people around you, you can show up and be who you are. You can be you. Cause sometimes it's kind of hard showing up. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, you want to go out? And you get there and you're just sitting there like twirling your thumbs. Mm-hmm. No, you don't show up. You want to be yourself. And I think you have to be aware of your circle and the people who you surround yourself with because mm-hmm. they build your self-love. I, I love, I call everybody my tribe. 
Yes, yes. I'm like, I love my tribe because my tribe, they're consistent. And when you have consistent people in your tribe, you see your work. You see your Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That is real. That's so true. How can our listeners who want to be involved or want to know more about you, how can they find you? Like, what's your website? you on Instagram? Yeah. So on pretty much everything, I am JJ on the MIC. So it's just the two letters, J-J-O-N-T-H-E-M-I-C. Um, that's my handle on uh, Instagram. I think it's JJ on the mic fans yeah. on Facebook. And, um, and my website is JJ on the mic.com. Now, don't hit me on Twitter because my, my Twitter account, they, they, Twitter got me locked out. Okay. I've been locked out of Twitter, not for anything crazy. But, oh, I was about to say, I was like, what you do? <laughs> right. What did I do to go like in, in, in not even Twitter jail? It's like they just sent me to, what's that place that's out there by you? The, in the middle of the water where people go to prison. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> that place. I feel like I'm there. Um, oh, no. Okay. Uh, but no, they because of the password change. So but oh, okay. follow me everywhere else. So I haven't been on Twitter in like a year. I'm like, let me in. <laughs> and you have to follow her and learn more, especially about um, her Respect My Crown movement. That is very important. I think um, a lot of young ladies will learn about respecting your crown. And before we end, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the Respect My Crown movement and why you created it? Yes. So um, Respect My Crown is a network for women who want to deepen in spirituality, sisterhood, accountability, and service. And it's just like you said, um, Tristica, it's like there are people who are so desperate for the right tribe. Mm-hmm. And, um, and while these women may not know each other uh, personally, you know, it's still great to have someone who can hold you accountable in a, in a loving way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, someone who is on the same place or, or on the same path, I should say, in their spiritual journey where they're like, I, I'm wanting to learn, or, you know, I want to be better. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then also just like the sisterhood of bonding with you know, people who are just amazing, incredible people. Um, the Resect My Crown movement, it initially started, I was going to do these networking dinners. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I could do a networking dinner for, you know, people who are in sports or people. And then just, and God was like, no, that's not it. <laughs> so very quickly that turned and I was coming out of this uh, very toxic and abusive relationship. I went public with what had happened in this relationship of dating someone who was a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And when I came out and, and talked about what happened, there was, um, well, now it's like 16 women who dated the same person reached out to me saying they had experienced the same thing with that person. And anyone who's ever been in an abusive relationship knows um, it's very tough uh, when you want this validation. You need this validation. Like, you need to know you're not crazy. Like, did I make this all up in my head? Did this really happen? Mm -hmm. And so for 
for me, these women just helped me so much in my healing. And so I invited uh, several of them to attend a dinner series, a dinner party. And I invited some other women that I met on Instagram who had never, who had been in a, an abusive relationship, but never really took the time to heal. Mm. And, uh, and we did a dinner. It was not about that person at all. It was about, it was just about healing mm-hmm. and bonding and knowing you're not alone and knowing that somebody gets it. Like somebody understands what I went through and we did, um, self-love activities, um, talked about the power of words. We discussed, you know, red flags that we wish uh, we would have known mm-hmm. about. And, uh, and then my, and I had a therapist present. So now, you know, that grew from that into doing more dinner parties um, with different subjects and uh, doing uh, an event called The Gathering where women can talk about um, you know, their experiences in abusive relationships and the tools that they use to heal. And so it's, I guess, ultimately, Respect My Crown is just this safe space that I've been able to create for women mm-hmm. who want, who are on their own path of healing, whatever that journey looks like. And I know what everyone listening right now, you can also go to her website and, you know, get that, pick up that book and learn more. You can also type in, go to YouTube and you can see some clips of the event. Um, I know with um, Respect My Crown, as soon as I met um, JJ, I was like, oh my gosh, you have to be on the podcast. (laughs) We are just talking about, you know, fixing our crown. and. Uh, JJ's story is very, um, very deep. We will, she's going to be on a part two because there's so many women who are, or who has, or are currently in a, an abusive relationship and wanting to get out of the relationship or needing to heal from the relationship. So I'm definitely going to bring JJ back to talk more about domestic violence because she also does that with her organization, domestic violence and dating um, violence and a lot. Please look up her organization because this is a wonderful woman doing exciting things in Houston, Texas. Um, Anything you want to leave with our listeners? Last minute. Um, Well, I, I just want to, you know, I don't know. This it, it has it fits in nowhere in this whole conversation, Tristica. <laughs> but um, it's something that I promised myself I would just share with women for the rest of my life. And it's just so simple. And while it's so simple, it is something that we just never, ever, ever, ever seem to do consistently. And I just want to remind the people listening to trust your intuition. Mm. to trust what and and that's in everything you know you if we were walking down a dark alley and you hear like a crazy noise you're like um i'm gonna turn around right (laughs) but it's like your gut tells you those things when it comes to relationships when it comes to business relationships you get those feelings in your gut that's like this don't feel right or something they said just don't sound 
that don't sound right. You know what I mean? Or like, mm-hmm. like it's uh, we have to get used to hearing that voice and knowing that we should trust it. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's it. I just want to leave that with people today. It's just remember to just trust yourself. Your body doesn't lie to you. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much, JJ, for joining us today on the Fix Your Crown podcast. You guys, thank you for tuning in to this Friday evening. I think we're going to post this on the evening so you guys can hear it and drive and listen to you about self-love. But we have JJ, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Fix Your Crown podcast here on you. Thank you. Bye-bye.